It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today on the show, we're continuing our series we're calling Off the Road, interviews with musicians and artists sharing their experiences with the pandemic and other crises. You can hear everything we've aired so far at hawaiipublicradio.org. Alice Cooper is a sometime Maui resident whose manager, Shep Gordon, also lives on the Valley Isle, putting on regular New Year's Eve shows that support the food bank on Maui. Alice recently made news releasing a new song during the pandemic, Don't Give Up, it's called, along with an unusual video including thousands of his fans. We're welcoming the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer now. Hey, Dave. Hey, Alice. Aloha and mahalo, my brother. How's it doing over there, man? Are you guys still closed down? We're in a, uh, that's a pretty good question. We're in the process of, uh, of reopening very slowly, but at the same time, the economic stress of keeping it closed is also causing some issues. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that there's got to be a middle there somewhere. And everybody's expecting a second wave, but, you know, in the end, it goes away. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from my first home in Scottsdale, but we have a place in McKenna. Right. You know, Shep lives right there in uh, Kihei. Yeah, I think we're coming over in August or September, because I don't think touring starts again until probably January. I think all rock and roll will start up again in January. It's weird to have six months off. We don't usually have that kind of time off. Yeah, we just had Al Miola on the show. He was saying the same thing about being off the road for so long because of this thing. So let's dial back to you having been out on the road when the pandemic closures began. We were in Australia. They had the big fire there. So we did a big show there with Queen. Then we went right from there to Germany to do these shows with Robin Zander and one of the guys from uh, Manfred Mann. It's called Rock Beats Classic. There's a great rock band, a choir, background singers, and a 90-piece orchestra. And they only do this in Germany. So we get six shows in, and then they tell us in Berlin, they say, okay, listen, after the show tonight, you have about 48 hours to get out of Germany because we're closing the borders. And that's when I started going, "Uh uh-oh, this is getting serious now. So we got out, got back to the States, and then realized everything was, was, I thought it was going to be maybe a month. Nobody was foreseeing this thing going on this long. So I'm thinking in six months we're going to be okay. As for how this has personally affected you, both the health and the economic toll that you're obviously seeing unfold in the U.S. and around the world, to the loss of some popular and beloved musicians, speak candidly from the heart about how this has touched you. Well, I think that rock and rollers are pretty hardcore. We went through the drug wars. We went through the alcohol wars. We, and if we came out the other end. But getting home and being at home for six months and observing all the things with the the gloves and the, the masks. I only know one person that has had this COVID virus. He's an athlete. He's a dance teacher. He's a martial artist. He's the only one I know that had it. Arizona, of course, nobody's living on top of anybody like New York City. I think that had a lot to do with every major city. You've got all these people living on top of each other. Arizona and Maui and all of Hawaii, people live on the ground. And you're breathing your own air. You're not breathing everybody's air in the building. So I think that has a lot to do with the spread of it. As far as I'm concerned, everything's been pretty healthy around here. I've got my grandkids around swimming every day. Uh, I've got three studios in the house, so I'm doing the radio show, and I'm staying pretty busy writing songs for both the vampires and my band. You've used the time in one way with a contribution musically from, uh, you have the song Don't Give Up, very interesting video, too, for this, and set the stage. When did you write it and take us inside, sitting there with, with a pen and paper, and however it came together? 
Well, there's a new album coming out called Detroit Stories, and it's all about Detroit. When we broke, we broke out of Detroit, and I'm from Detroit. So I said, let's do an album in Detroit with all Detroit musicians. Now, this song, it was more about suicide. Mm. And then I said, you know, if we take this verse, the chorus is fine. We're all hanging on by a thread. And the idea of the song was, let's talk back to the virus. And I think it was taking the audience and giving them less of a victim point of view and more of an offensive point of view. I said, Alice should talk this right to the virus and right to the everybody else. And it worked. It was a great transformation from one song to another song. And then the video, I said, why don't we get as many people we can sending in a video of one word from the song and holding up the sign. I was expecting a thousand people, maybe. We had 25,000 people. <laughs> what a it, reaction. Yeah, it was amazing because I realized everybody is isolated at home. But it also made the audience, it gave them a voice. And I think that's what was one of the powerful things, standing up to the virus. It's an unusual perspective, and it just adds. We've had a lot of different artists on to hear your approach is totally unique to others. One concern I have for you is being there in Arizona. You obviously already know Arizona's been sort of having an issue recently. You're kind of staying away from folks, though, I'm imagining. Thirteen nights of protest downtown will definitely raise the stats peaceful protest and with businesses opening because they have to financially everybody expects a second wave we all know there's going to be a second wave but when you look at it and you realize it's 0.2 percent actually die from this thing i think people are willing to say okay i'm willing to stand up to this thing and if i get it i get it but i'm probably not going to die from it you were there back in the late 60s. Your career was starting when the civil rights movement was actually having critical momentum. When you see what's happening now, do you have any thoughts that you can add as somebody who remembers observing that period of time and now is seeing this? Well, isn't it amazing that that was 50, 60 years ago or something like that, and we're still dealing with the same problem? You would have thought that that solved the problem. But there's always that 5% of people that are racist. And to be honest with you, I know a lot of cops. I don't know one racist cop. But I guarantee you that 5% of the police force in every city have got a racial problem. And those are the guys that need to be weeded out. I can't see why we don't spend the money on getting a committee in every city to weed out the bad guys. You know, something else about you and your connection to Hawaii. Recently, we lost a dear member of the Hawaii musical community. He often performed at your New Year's shows, which take place there on Maui, that your manager puts on. I'm talking about Willie Kay, who passed on. Can you eulogize him a bit or share any stories of your experiences with him? Uh, Oh, man, I've known Willie forever, and I'm telling you what, the first time I met Willie, just heard him play, I went, who is this guitar player? This guy was one of the best blues players I'd ever heard in my life. I saw him with Billy Gibbons and Elvin Bishop from Paul Butterfield Blues Band on stage. And if you closed your eyes, you'd say, uh, that guy who's playing right now is the best player up here. And it was Willie. <laughs> I did this blues festival all the time. I'd get up and do Backdoor Man by the Doors or <laughs> we do Paul Butterfield, Born in Chicago, and things like that. And my connection with him was through blues rock and i knew his family really really well because i'd go to see him and, and then he'd do opera he was very <laughs> he diverse opera voice he could sing opera and then he could play ukulele and do any hawaiian song 
he was maybe the most versatile musician I'd ever met in my life. So the last time I saw him, you know, I'm used to this big jovial guy. I was looking at this guy that was half who he used to be. Still played great, still sang great. And I, the last time I saw him and I said goodbye to him, I said, well, I'll see you next year at the blues thing. And he kind of laughed and said, well, I don't know about that. And he, he kind of knew he was on his way out. But his family's great. And we still get in, we stay in touch with his family. And I did a, um, a eulogy thing on video for him. And I could not give him a better glowing review of what a person he was and what a great guitar player he was. And you first met him when? What year was that? Oh, man, maybe 15 years ago. Okay. I'm in Maui like twice a year for the last 45 years. So, I mean, I got to know uh, Willie pretty well. And I don't think you could find a local hero much more of a hero than he was. It's a beautiful way to leave it with you, my brother. New tune that you've got out, Don't Give Up, and wishing you a lot of success in staying healthy and staying safe, and hopefully we can have you back on the show a bit more often, Alice. I miss getting to talk to you, and I really do appreciate you taking time today. It means a whole lot to me. Oh, thanks, Dave, and uh, we'll be back by Christmas. We'll be back there, I think, in August or whatever, so hopefully I'll see you when I get back in town. I really appreciate it. Stay safe over there, Alice. Okay, Dave. And wash your filthy hands. (laughs) (laughs) I will. Appreciate it, bud. Aloha. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, I know you're struggling right now. We all are, in different ways. It's like a new world that we don't even know. It's hard to sleep, even harder to dream. But look, you got seven billion brothers and sisters all in the same boat. So don't panic. Life has a way of surviving and going on and on. We're not fragile, and we sure don't break easy. You know it's so hard to cope when you're just hoping there's hope. We're all hanging on by a friend. We're all staring. Enemy is a cold, indiscriminate mind.